It takes zero effort to just not go and shut the fuck up about it. Welcome to Geeks Without God with Tim Wick, Nick Glover, and Molly Glover. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. This week on Geeks Without God, we are discussing Convergence 2021. Tim was there, Molly and Nick weren't, and we're going to talk about some of the complicating factors, why we weren't there, and what's coming next. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. Welcome to Geeks Without God. I'm your host, Tim Wick. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Nick Glover. Hey, that's me. And Molly Glover. I'm imminent. You're imminent. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so we're here, um, interestingly and perhaps ironically, recording remotely to talk about Convergence, where we are not. Uh, and this is a, this is going to air a few weeks after Convergence has happened. So if you see, uh, if you go to Convergence, you will have seen me. I will be there. Uh, Nick and Molly will not. Uh, Tonight and is conver- we're hey, recording this on Convergence Eve. We should yes. point out. Hey, yeah. hey, Tim, what's what's a Convergence? Convergence is a, a giant science fiction convention that takes place in Minneapolis. Uh, it, it was founded by several people, myself, one of them, uh, back in 1999. It uh, has had as many as nearly 7,000 people. Last year, like many indoor events, it did not happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, like many indoor events, it is happening. It has to happen. It has to happen. And we'll get into yeah. that a little bit, too. Yes. Um, but, uh, I mean, there, there are a lot of things going on here. I, I, uh, as I say, ironically, we are recording separately. Uh, and it's, it's not uh, because of COVID. It's because I have shingles, which is just <laughs> fucking dumb. I, ha- I had shingles once. And uh, that experience was enough for me to just nope the fuck out of being anywhere near your shingles. <laughs> I love well, you, but I am not even taking a, a, a half a percent chance on that shit. <laughs> it's not contagious, but even so, I'm like, I thought I had shingles vaccine because if a doctor asked me if I want a vaccine, I just say yes. So I'm I like, think you have, yeah, they usually offer it to 60 and older. 60 and older? Oh, mm-hmm. maybe yeah, they were waiting. Because it kills older Tim. people. Oh. Shingles kills older people. Aren't you over 60? Yeah. I will be. Uh, shingles is contagious. Years. Just to correct us on the science here. Shingles is contagious. It's just not dramatically contagious. Well, it's... Uh, anyway. You can absolutely get it twice. Oh, I know, <laughs> I know you can get it I twice. It but... I know because I looked it up. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> anyway, so here I am. I've got shingles, uh, but Convergence is coming up. Uh, and here's the deal. Uh, Nick and Molly are not going, as I said. I am going. Uh, it is going to be a very different convention. They are requiring proof of vaccination for anybody attending. They are requiring attendees to wear masks while they are in public spaces. In all uh, convention-badged areas. Yep. Uh, they, the hotel itself doesn't have such rules Correct. Uh, at this point. The... Uh, There are going to be hardly any room parties because they basically can't serve food. Con Suite isn't really serving food. Uh, There's there's, no space lounge. There's no couches and racks. There's no couches and racks. Rex is not serving food. So those of you who don't know what we're talking about, uh, just basically, you know, there's there's Con Suite, which is a place that serves food for people during the weekend um, that you get with your registration. Hospitality hospitality suite. suite. Uh, They don't they they're not going to be serving really anything. I think they might be serving stuff that's individually packaged. Um, yeah. But uh, but other than that, they're not going to have like the really wide, wide range of food that they used to they have. U- they usually offer uh, free soda, uh, yep. pop, to people who are from Minnesota. Uh, they all usually offer pop, and that's not available. I'm assuming there will be water jugs, uh, but I don't uh, know. Bottles. Bottled water. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Individual. Yeah. So it's going to be a very different convention. It's going to be a scaled down convention. Um, as they also, kind of, also, they they capped the attendance at thirty five hundred people. They did, and they yeah. are they they have sold every ticket for the convention. I would bet money that it won't be thirty five hundred people there. I'm guessing it's oh. going to be closer to twenty five hundred people there. But I I could be underestimating the heart the the warm body count. Uh, cause a lot of people want to get out and get their geek on with other geeks. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Which you can't blame them for. But oh, I think I'm also. Miss, I'm sad about missing it, to be honest. Also, one has to consider that we're seeing a spike because of the Delta variant, because of people, uh, fucking assholes uh, who aren't vaccinated yet. Uh, yep. And uh, and so it may not be a good time to hold the convention, but they have to. I mean, yeah. the, the, the reality is conventions sign contracts with hotels. And uh, unless the governor of the state said this convention couldn't be held, which he did not, uh, the convention would be on the hook for a lot of money if they and didn't hold the con. And our convention is a nonprofit. It is run by a nonprofit yeah. organization called Convergence Events. It's volunteer run. That is all volunteer run. No one is paid to work at Convergence. And as a result, there is only so much money. And as all nonprofits do, they operate on a shoestring budget. And if that money all has to go to paying off all of the hotels and everybody else for breaking a contract that that is serious business and they i mean they basically told us that convergence would go bankrupt if they were if they didn't hold it this year i there i can't even imagine a way it couldn't yeah the amount of yeah. charges that because they 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 reserve a room block right they say we're gonna we're gonna sell this many rooms if those rooms don't get filled the convention has to pay for them so imagine paying for yeah. 500 rooms for a four-day weekend Plus losing all the income that you would lose from yeah. mem memberships. Plus losing the the deposit on the yeah. hotel contract. And the plus all the vendors that maybe are being used. You know, yeah. Yeah, uh, the the amount of money that that it would it would cost to cancel the convention without there being a public health reason that you could point to. Yeah. Um, and by public health reason, I mean a reason a public health reason supported by public. Uh, by public force, for lack of a better term, you know, it, yeah. the, it, State the government, government has the government. to, yeah, yeah, the government has to step in. The convention can't do it, so or the hotel could cancel. The hotel could have canceled on us. Sure, the hotel uh, that is another option. But they're not going to cancel because they just no. lost basically a full year worth of income. Yes, um, yes. and they're operating on razor, razor thin margins too, because everybody is because free enterprise is dumb. Uh, so there, there's what it is. It's happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to make it really clear that Nick and I aren't going, and that is not a judgment on anyone who is. And I'm going to make a lot of complaints about how worried I am about things going forward. But I want to make sure that everyone understands. We understand that convergence had to happen this year. Yeah. No one in this on this podcast is like, I can't believe they went ahead and did it. Because we totally understand it, they had to. The closest to that, I think, you'll, you'll hear is... Uh, boy, does it suck that they were forced to have convergence. Yeah, yeah. Because that's a the convention was dealt a bad hand, and they yeah. had to play it. That's yeah. all there is to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I would argue that almost everybody involved with the con wishes that we wouldn't have to do it this year. Everybody feels yeah. it would be better if we had been able to wait another year. Um, but we can't. Or, uh, or that people had fucking gotten vaccinated and we weren't seeing a spike in two variants, Delta and Delta Plus, that have both started taking over. Yeah, that is the thing is if, if everyone had just gotten their goddamn vaccinations, you know, the country wouldn't be in this place. Minnesota wouldn't be in this spot. It's very frustrating. But here we are. Here yeah. we are. Um, Convergence. It, Convergence is also our podcast birthday. It is. Yeah. It's Every year at Convergence, uh, since our very first episode, we have recorded live there on a panel. We've done one or two episodes. We did an online often, panel last year. Yeah. Often we would have uh, also find a, a fun guest or someone at the convention and record an episode with them, you know, in a hotel room or something, not on a panel. And so this is this is kind of that. It's hard. This, yeah, this. I mean, it, the thing is, it's so. I mean, technically, July Fourth weekend is the the convention's birth or the right. podcast birthday. So we we celebrated nine years this year. Yeah. Uh, but that just means that next year's convergence is going to be ten years of Geeks Without God, and we're going to do it so good. It's going to be huge. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's assuming, that said. Assuming everybody gets vaccinated. And yeah. yeah, assuming you motherfuckers get vaccinated. Although I, I can't, I don't too, imagine too many motherfuckers listening to this podcast have not gotten vaccinated. 
Right. All right. Are your kids in the car? Are your kids in the car? Turn it up. (laughs) (laughs) I have a message for your children. (laughs) Um, what? Oh yeah. So anyway. So, uh, so yeah, we're not doing it, but, um, I I think we all have thought, we all have feelings about that. I mean, I'm, I'm doing it and I'll just say I'm doing it in part because I, I created the convention and the idea of there being a convergence where I'm not at, uh, is hard for me, but Mm -hmm. also because and kind of in solidarity with all the other people who are working on the con, it's like the con's got to happen. And if the con's got to happen, I'm going to be there, um, Mm -hmm. to help make it happen. Um, that is the hardest part for me is that I, I very much, and so we've done a lot of volunteering, uh, leading up to the convention as much as we could. Uh, but the, 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 my, I want to be there to do the solidarity thing, but I would feel very upset with myself if I got COVID doing a solidarity thing, mm -hmm. uh, that, that didn't really need me. Because like I don't make the convention run. I help a lot with panels by being on them and performances by being a part of them. But like I'm not like somebody who is spending, you know, my entire convention wearing a headset behind the scenes, you know, making things run. That that so it, it's hard. When, and a lot of our volunteering these days that isn't performing is done before the convention even starts and writing right. and stuff like right. that. Right. Yeah. But I you know I think that uh, you know. You're, you you have your reasons for going, Tim. We have our reasons for not going. Yep. And, and a lot of that is, you know, fairly recently it's been confirmed that vaccinated folks are are just as contagious as unvaccinated they folks. carry the same viral load. Right, and you shed at the same rate. So, uh, you know, more infections, even if you're safe and you're statistically very unlikely to be sick sick from covid if you're vaccinated uh you you still can spread it and cause you know mutation and and variation uh though you individually are safe and to be frank you know our people the nerds uh (laughs) they aren't renowned for their great hygiene practices (laughs) um i i don't have a lot i and i know that like uh, maybe on average there's there's more a higher rate of science literacy yeah and and things like that but also i've seen you know adult nerd tantrums at convergence uh that are pretty embarrassing behavior i've seen that at any convention i've seen people lick their fingers as they're eating doritos out of an open bowl in a common space like right and and i think that you know, one thing to consider is like we know that all our friends that are gonna go, like I feel like we can expect that they're all gonna be safe and and practice good behavior mm-hmm. and be responsible. But also the people that are most likely to say, Yes, I'm going and I'm excited and I'm enthusiastic about that, might be the people that aren't as careful or aren't as hesitant. Like like the the mere fact that they are willing to go and not hesitant might mean that that is more likely mm-hmm. that that person is not as safe or not as responsible. Yeah. Well, and I mean if you look if you look at the convergence community Facebook page, there's already people posting there about like don't hassle me about not wearing my mask, even though, you know, it's in the rules for the convention. You're going to get fucking hassled and you should get fucking hassled. Mm -hmm. They absolutely should. But you know, the the entitlement is already showing there. And I feel like it's only going to get worse with alcohol. People are going to get sloppy. Yeah. It's a party con. And it's, it's downtown Minneapolis. The convention isn't the only group of people in the hotel. It's in the skyway system. Like there are just too many factors there for us to go i think i think i'd have felt more comfortable if we were still at the double tree really i don't know tim are you staying in the hotel no no i'm not you're you're sleeping at home it's you know and here's the thing the convention moved to downtown minneapolis a couple of years ago which actually i'm not upset about really yeah i love it it. but the cost of the hotel is doubled basically yeah Yeah. uh and uh as everybody might be aware we've talked about on this podcast last year wasn't a great year for us uh yeah. financially um and so to us it was like i live pretty close to the green line i can hop a train 
and yeah. uh, and go to the convention. Yeah. And then when I'm done, hop a train home or call an Uber. Uh, yeah. It will be way, way, way less fucking money than staying at the hotel. So I am going to miss out on some stuff because I'll probably sleep later if I'm sleeping at home than if I'm sleeping in the hotel. Sure, And I'll probably go home earlier than if I'm staying at the hotel. That's uh, good. That's great. This is a year where I'm not going to be staying at the hotel. We'll see how that goes. It's the first time I've ever done it that way. And is Pat going? And I know you said, I think you said one of your kids is going and the other one's staying home, but is, yeah, is uh, uh, we say Alex, kids, but they are, they are, they are grown ass men at this point. Well, certainly <laughs> Alex is a grown ass man. He's, he's old enough to drink, even though he doesn't want to, um, yeah. which is fine by me, but Alex is going, he, he wants to go. Devin is kind of like meh. So yeah. We didn't bother getting him a ticket this year. We'll get him a ticket again next year. I think this year sure. he's kind of like, eh, um, yeah. But uh, so Alex is going to go. Pat has a ticket. Um, and I don't know. We'll know yeah. by the time this episode goes up. We'll know if she goes or not. The hard thing for me, and I'm, I mean, I'm not even going to going to lie, is like uh, and I'm super uh, ambivalent, super ambivalent about the con. Um, yeah. Tonight is tonight is the night before the con. The fact that I'm not there. Right. In the hotel. It's is, killing me. Uh, is unusual. It's, yes, it's I've never same. done that. Um, yeah, us too. And uh, but most of the people that I really love hanging out with over the course of the convergence weekend are not going to be there. Uh, you two, you two are Aww, a good example. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so you know the Glovers aren't going to be there. Um, but like Cargill, Cargill's yeah, Cargill. not going to be there. Stomberg's off. Oh, fuck him. But Amy's Amy's cool. Um, yeah. but, but Lee Cargill, won't be there. Lee won't be there. Uh, the Scrimshaws won't be there. I mean, there's people that I really love to get a chance to just... Uh, Jerry Bellish won't be there. And I, mm-hmm. these are people that I don't see except at, at the con, and they're not going to be there. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, so it just feels less exciting. Um, yeah. That was know, a factor for... Yeah. That was a factor for us. Yep. When, we aren't when we doing... First- we aren't doing Ville, although we kind of are. Yeah. But anyway, that's a long story. There's a um, surprise Ville show that's like a salon show, a yeah. smaller, intimate affair. Not the pack in the main stage, lathe mics, lav mics on our faces, doing a whole shebang. But but yeah. there will be a, a there is. I mean, I mean, people are hearing this. They either were there, or they weren't. Yeah, you true. Know, but you, well, you you brought up a good point about not attending. You know, it, it fits into what Tim's saying, and that's that. Um, the, the, the cost of the membership is the same. The cost of the hotel. The cost of the hotel is the same, but the experience is going to be greatly diminished. Yeah. I mean, in, in what's available at the convention yeah. and what is, uh, you know, who's going to be there. And I, and stuff. I hear you, Tim, because, you know, we, while we both kept our jobs, uh, last year, we had, we bought a house. Yeah. And and so we're tight on money as well and limiting what we do. And to be honest, it was kind of I mean, it's it's a it's 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 over a grand for us to go to convert yeah. to go to convergence easily. And so the the idea of laying out that money uh, when we could instead what, what we know, one of the things we're doing is, you know, uh, meeting up with a couple friends uh at one of the downtown restaurants outside of the convention and you know getting to see a couple people here and there as a way of like hey i hope we get to see you guys but you know i i will admit to having sign i i very rarely experience fomo that fear of missing out it's not something that happens to me very often uh as a child who wasn't invited to much <laughs> let me tell you i get you get over that very quickly but but also i mean this is so i i am feeling a lot of complicated emotions tonight on Convergence Eve. We're not putting up Ville posters. We're not checking into the hotel. We're, you know, we're not traipsing in with 8,000 suitcases of, you know, varying costumes and booze. Like, oh, we, it, we, we haven't had to, like, rush to finish cosplays. It, it feels really... And then, but just seeing people talking about, oh, I'm packing, oh, I'm going, oh, I'm excited. And part of me is like, I'm... 
I'm glad we actually we transferred our memberships to someone who wanted to go sure. and and we were going to hang on to them and just not go and just not you know and just let the money be there you know for convergence but ultimately I'm kind of glad we didn't because I think I'd be really tempted to go yeah, um, or at and, least to pop in, right? Right, and that I feel like we took a stand pretty early that we didn't think it was safe to go, and I don't want to be a hypocrite about that, if that makes sense. Sure. But, um, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, from my perspective, I, I'll be wearing a mask, I'm fully vaccinated, I'm as safe as I can be. Um, right. And so I don't, I mean, I might get COVID, right? It might happen. Yeah. Because... Because, uh, but I also know that because I'm vaccinated, if I get COVID, it shouldn't be that bad. It shouldn't. It, yeah. I mean, but you know, any, any disease can be bad, right? Yep. Uh, yep. you're rolling so, a die. You're rolling a D 100, right? And it's going to kill you on, on, on a one or a two. <laughs> well, no, it's more like I'm rolling a D 1000. It's going to kill me on a one or a two. That's but, fair. That's fair. You're uh, rolling a D 100. It's going to make you sick on a one or a two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so, uh, so I, I accept that. I mean, there's risk in, in anything I do. Yep. There is, you know, on the other hand, the dregs are going to do a show, which is really nice. Cause we haven't That's had a chance to great. perform much. Um, and Are you the audience, streaming it? Uh, I don't know if they're streaming it or not. I don't think they're okay. streaming from HarmCon. No, no. Um, Slither, Slitherpuff is streaming there. They are so excited to open for you, by the way. What? Uh, they found out they got the slot, the opening before the drag slot. And <laughs> like they were over they were over at our house the other day. They were like vibrating excited that they are basically the drags opening act. Uh, so, that's so, so that's so crazy. They're very I mean, excited. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're great, and I I, uh, yeah. I I'm excited that they get to they get to be on on before us, and we're excited about that. We're going to do a big fun radio fun time show, um, which will be streaming. It's actually part of the fringe, which nice. is another thing I'm so totally fucking ambivalent about that. Right, because it's fringe this year, right? It oh, is the same weekend. It is, and I'm I'm doing uh, two b- big fun radio fun time shows. One's going to be a live performance convergence, and the other one's going to be a Zoom show. That's um, the the Minnesota Fringe Festival yes, yeah. for for theater. theater. And, yeah, but I mean, I'm not. It is. I am super ambivalent about all of this, and I know that when yeah. I get on stage and I start performing, I'm going to have a great time, and I'm going to be of really course. happy. And when I do the few panels that I'm doing, like I'm doing a a Star Wars love panel. Molly, you were on it with us a couple of years ago. The, the yeah. you know yeah you know talk about talk about stuff you love about star wars and the only people on the on the panel are me and greg parks because most of the panels this year are like two to three people yes because so many people have dropped their dropping on panels this was supposed to be the first year i was going to be an invited participant so i'm super sad about it yeah and i'm like i'm sure that greg and i'll have a great time talking talking about how much we love Star Wars and talking about all the great stuff about Star Wars. And I may find out another person or two to sit the panel with us once I get into the hotel and go, I could use another person. Who do I know that that is here? But it is still that just kind of like, is there going to be anybody there to go to the panel? You know? Yeah. Um, Who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? This is going to be a, I fear this will be a slog of a year. And of course, recording it before the convention, I don't know how I'm going to feel after. But yeah, yeah, I I am, man, I, I, so I'm really excited to, you know, check out a few things that are streaming online. Uh, so their pop is exciting. Um, they are, they are streaming themselves. Like they okay. are going to have it all set up for themselves to stream. They have like a Facebook uh, event set up. Yeah. And a friend's going to set up their camera or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, and that's, that's cool. and so that's cool. And like I I am excited to see photos. I mean, I obviously have a shit ton of friends who go to convergence and are going this year. And I am excited to see, you know, some photos and things. Uh I am I am dreading the 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 potential for 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 the 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 tantrums Nick mentioned earlier. Because most of my friends who are going to Convergence are also volunteers who are going to be working shifts at the convention. And I'm very concerned because tensions have been high and people drink at Convergence 
you know, myself included, but people get falling down drunk at Convergence. And I think the combination of so excited to be back in the world. This is one of the first big events that's happened, you know, since the, the pandemic and all of that heightened, whatever leads to people to drink faster and, and a little, a little yeah. quicker. So I'm a little worried about that the security aspect of, of things. But I feel confident that the people in charge are well aware of that and are prepared for it. So I just really hope that in the past, Convergence has been a little lenient with their security and their enforcement of the rules in the sense that they don't want to harsh anyone's squee and they don't want to ruin anyone's good time. Uh, the three of us have been targets of death threats that nothing was done about, for example. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like, I hope that this year people are more empowered to be like, no, yeah. fuck this guy. Get him out of here. You know, yeah. and so I know volunteers have been told that they should not be confronting people about about masks. Whew. Okay. Uh, I hope they are taking down badge numbers and taking pictures and then reporting them to, to the bridge to yeah. have them, yeah. you know, dealt with that way. I mean, I agree. But, the the twelve the the fourteen year old running a badge right. ship should not be required that's, to be the one confronting there's, anybody. There's been yeah. so much, you know, physical retaliation against uh, like retail workers who have been in mm -hmm. those positions that mm -hmm. I think the convention just doesn't feel comfortable, you know putting that responsibility on a volunteer and, th and yeah. that's fair, but like someone's got to be responsible ultimately. If it's going to be a policy, you got to yeah. have a way to enforce yeah. it or, yeah. or at right. least there has to be consequences for refusing. And that is the thing. There have to be consequences, which is not something Convergence is great about. Like, no. just like, Kate Curry. Like, as, <laughs> as evidenced by the fact that somebody who stole $25,000 from the convention has been allowed to return. Multiple times. Multiple well, times. She could die at any. She could. She's been a week away from death for you know ten. Well, I years, hope so. she doesn't wear a mask and gets COVID. Um, Me too. Me too. But I really uh, do. I genuinely wish death upon her. Wow. <laughs> it's something she promised. She promised yeah. us that she right? was going to die, and she hey, hasn't done it. Something, but I will say so. Something really cool that is still happening at Convergence uh, is opening and closing ceremonies. Yeah. And one of the things I love about Convergence is a uh, uh, friend of the show, Wendy Bowlesby and friend of the show, Christopher Jones, uh, I think something like 10 or 11 years ago, yeah. took over the opening and closing ceremonies and made it a theatrical production as opposed to what happens at almost every other nerd convention where opening ceremonies is a list of announcements that is, you know, and maybe like several people who come on a stage and read off a thing. Uh, they turned it into a dramatic experience. There's usually an opening sketch, you know, there's, and then there's the ceremony, which includes a bunch of sketches and bits. Uh, we have Connie, the robot mascot of Convergence as a puppet made by Gordon Smooter, as well as her evil's twin sister, uh, Mark II. Connie Mark II. Yeah, and so that is still happening for real. And that is so exciting. And and I'm really glad because it would have been really easy because of Fringe, we lost a lot of main stage tech people who yep. are working paid gigs at the Minnesota Fringe Festival. And so it would have been really easy to be like, eh, we're not going to do it this year. We're just going to, it's an off year. It's a gas leak year. There just won't be a ceremony, but there is. And Nick and I had a big part in writing the bones of it. I know it's gone you know, it's been further fleshed out. There's a lot of video content to help alleviate the uh, in-person live nature of the show. But I think it's going to be dope. I am very excited to see that. It's, I know closing ceremonies is being streamed. I need to pay somebody to, to gorilla stream. It's <laughs> funny that closing is being streamed, but opening isn't. That's so Yeah, I don't know what's me. up. I'm guessing it's because uh, by closing, they'll have their shit together. Sure. <laughs> yeah, probably true. <laughs> It's probably true opening is the first thing that happens tomorrow right, yeah <laughs> but yeah I, I i wish we could see opening i'm i'm glad i'm happy we got to participate in that way it's yeah, super fun i think to, it's gonna be really funny to to write for and to to this year there are a lot of challenges with writing it in that you know acknowledging things 
that are that are happening and the way things are without being a total fucking downer when you open up a uh, convention and kick things off. We yeah, had you don't want to just talk about what just happened. Keep it fun and keep it funny, but at the same time, like there's an elephant in the room <laughs> and it's trying to kill you. Hey, everybody! Six hundred and thirteen thousand Americans died, but here's some jokes. You know, like <laughs> super fun. <laughs> yeah, but but that's that's great and. I, yeah, like Molly said, I'm really looking forward to seeing pictures of costumes and how how people creatively incorporate masks yeah. into their costumes. I think like we're gonna see some really fucking creative shit. Yeah, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing like, oh, that was such a good costume choice because you know the mask. How like, many so, veins? Yeah, so veins. many veins. Oh, so <laughs> many veins. Yeah. Um, uh, the the. Um, blood drinking crazy girl from my hero academia is she a wears a mask yeah yeah yep. there's, there's so many great characters that are that are popular cosplays that wear masks but then also you know mask variants of existing costumes should yeah. be very fun yeah i uh i think too that uh it's it is it, it is gonna be one of those years that and and i i i i really hope and not just for the sake of the people I love who are going to be there, but I really hope this ends up being not a super spreader event. And it just ends up being as safe as we're hoping it will be, right? And that that when we get out of everything, that everyone can look back and it being like, a, oh, my God, I can't believe we made it through that. That was a crazy time. You had to be there, you know. And so people who, like you, Tim, people who, who were able to go, you know, who felt safe enough to go can feel like they are rewarded for that risk. I want there to be reward for the risk. And, and I'm really, I think that there are a lot of people out there working really hard to make sure that there is some reward to that risk. And I, I think it'll be good. Let's hope people, if people follow the rules, there's a much better chance. It's not a super spreader event. My main and concern is there's no rule about how often to wash your hands. Uh, or keeping your social distance. There haven't been any rules about like, don't, you know, get drunk and make out, don't hug, you know, like elbow bumps and fist bumps. And like, that's, you know, I know a lot of people who are like, that's what I'll be doing. But I also know I just recently went to Ren in the Glen and strangers decided they should hug me. Like yeah. that just, that's a They're thing a very, people think they should do now. Very persistent. And very upset if I said no. And so I worry that, that, the masks is great. The vaccinations is amazing. Like that's a huge, it's, it's really big. And so I'm really glad we're doing that and goat speed to the volunteers who are currently checking people in and having to double check the dates on those reg cards and make sure that they are two weeks out from that last shot. Yeah. There's at least one person on the Facebook post. Who's like, my friend got vaccinated a week ago. Do you think they're going to let them in? And people are like, they're gonna check the date. It has to be two weeks since your last shot. Yeah, like yeah. it's, it's you know, you're they're yeah. gonna check the date. And a date is a hard, an easy thing to miss. I, I hope, yeah. I, it's so easy for me to not be there and be like, I hope they enforce everything and they're real dicks about yeah. it or, or, or whatever. But honestly, you know, I, I'm worried about my friends that are there and I'm worried about public health in general. And I, the, the convention, if it's going to happen and it has to happen and they don't have a choice that it's going to happen, then I hope they do it as fucking responsibly as possible. And, it feels and, like and, and everything else in the planning yeah. is set that way. Let's just see how it, how it executes. Yeah. yeah and I'm, you know, and I'm going to throw in there. It's like, like virtually everything else right now, uh, getting enough people to cover everything is fucking impossible. Yeah. So yeah. they don't have enough volunteers for anything, which means you don't have enough people to enforce the policies, which means it's going to come down to people who are attending the convention to mm-hmm. either enforce or not. And I guess it, it depends on how much peer pressure there is. Uh, yeah. And I hope there's enough. And it's funny <laughs> to talk about this beforehand, not knowing if there will be or not. But yeah. we'll find yeah. out. I know. I it's, know. It's uh, we know in the past. There's been shitty behavior at, Conver- at Convergence from, like, young edgelord douchebags sure. who are, like, throwing away feminism ribbons or drawing Pepe and other bullshit on a community drawing board and Kissing stuff like that. Kissing in the plants in the hotel. Yeah. Uh, Just all and, that shit. And, and historically, 
the convention's you know body has not been supportive of that behavior and has done what it can to responsibly hold those people accountable taking pictures and confronting them and getting Mm -hmm. badge numbers and that sort of things i'm not talking about physically assaulting people only a sociopath would do that um yeah but but i i I mean you know the the convention holding its its itself responsible is what I want. Yeah, not people body slamming anybody they see who dis- they disagree with. Right. Yeah, that's right. not what I want. I don't yeah. want anyone getting thrown off a balcony because right. they didn't like exactly. something they said. Exactly. Yeah. Not, I think not too, this year. Yeah, so like, and not to belabor the point, but something I've been a little worried about, and if you hear anybody talking this way, Tim, please correct them while you're at the convention, sure. is this whole idea of because we're all vaccinated, we are all safe. And my worry is that, uh, for example, I saw someone mention that they needed to bring their two-year-old child to get while they picked up their badge. And, you know, registration is not a badged space. So that's acceptable. Now, you could theoretically bring your children to Convergence and you and your partner are trading off who's in the room with the kids. Mm -hmm. And the kids can go to the pool and the kids can go to the restaurant, you know, and all that. Like, And so I I worry and, and, you know, People get together and they go out in the world. It's, this isn't a, a closed, you know, ecosphere where we're all vaccinated and we're all, it's not like a megacon. We're all spending our time here. No one's really going anywhere else, right? right. And so I worry about that. And so my, my biggest concern, I, every time I've seen somebody talking about convergence, I'm like, have fun, wash your hands, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Cause I think that's the thing people are gonna forget the most is washing. I've seen people use hand sanitizer did you know you need to use hand sanitizer for 20 seconds, just like washing your hands? I don't think a lot of people know that. The instructions are put some in your hands and rub it all over your hands just like you're until, them. until they are dry and yeah, it's all evaporated. Yeah. And yeah. So you I, just dump it on and yeah. hope it does the work. And so that's the stuff I hope is being whisper networked throughout the con that like, don't, don't shake people's hands. You don't have to. You don't have to high five anybody. Yeah, I mean you know? that's the that's the thing that I think a lot of people need to understand is like, I wish I wish that that was something we understood before this this whole thing started. It's like mm-hmm. you don't owe anybody a handshake. You don't owe anybody a hug. You, yes, you have a right to refuse that, and yes. certainly in this environment, you should refuse it. Yes, um, unless you're totally on board with it, and that's great, and that's your choice, yeah. and I don't I don't no. say that that's wrong, but I'm not going to shake anybody's hand. Yeah. And I'm not going to give anybody hugs. Two years ago at Convergence, we were on a panel and it was about like advice. I was on some panel that was like advice for people who are are new to Convergence. And one of the things I said was uh, someone had asked about Concrud. And I was like, I don't get sick after Convergence. I haven't for eight years. And it's like, what's my secret? Uh, I go to bed. Number one, (laughs) you know, I sleep. Number two, I wash my hands once an hour. I wash my hands once an hour. After every panel, I go to the bathroom and wash my hands. If I'm just in a space, I'll be like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go wash my hands. And this dude was like, well, wait a minute. Are you peeing every hour? And I'm like, no. He's like, so you just go into a bathroom just to wash your hands? And I'm like, yeah. And this blew his mind. (laughs) And that's what I'm saying is what we're up against. (laughs) Is people who don't even think about it. Because like, out, you know how convergence is. You can lose track of time and the next thing you know, it's been six hours. How many things have you touched? You know, and that's why con crud runs so rampant throughout the con, right? So I think that the hand-washing PSAs, that's my number one thing I wish. That is my, if you want to bring Molly Glover to the con, Tim, just say, Molly Glover told me to tell you to wash your hands. All right, I'll do that. <laughs> all in all, I, I think... Everyone's in a really difficult position, and I hope that this doesn't divide people into a, I went to Convergence 2021, and I didn't go to Convergence 2021 camp. I don't want the people who didn't go to act like they're superior. I don't want the people who went to act like they're superior. No one is better than anyone else. No one is more right. No one is being... Everybody's making the right decision for them. Exactly. That's that's something that we should all respect. Yes. Uh, So 
So whatever decisions you make about convergence or anything else in the remaining part of the year, just remember, everybody's making the right decision for themselves, uh, yeah. unless their decision unless is to not get vaccinated. And exactly. then, they're making, <laughs> then they're making the wrong decision for everybody else. And fuck those guys. Yeah. As uh, long as you're vaccinated, you are making the right choice. <laughs> yes. So we have reached the point uh, where we have talked about a convention that happened three weeks ago before it <laughs> happened for long enough. We have reached five questions, which we did not discuss before no. the podcast so i don't These know what the fuck we are talking about i These i just are, know yeah. we have five questions we have five questions from a patreon supporter josh helton okay and uh he is uh, he says you just answered five questions of mine on your in the heights episode oh that but wasn't too long ago you, i know hearing you only had a couple more in the hopper inspired me to ask you five more yeah that's what we I like also, to hear josh i also subbed to your patreon to get in the Patreon line, but you don't need to jump me to the front. So, so he wasn't at the front, but now it's his turn. Yes, that's right. nice, that's nice. Right. nice. Like you can do that too, or honestly, we don't have that many, so you yeah, can just, just wait. Just, just submit some questions. All right, here we go. Josh Helton, five questions. Question one: What do you consider to be one of your biggest geek sins? I've never seen the Indiana Jones movies. Dude, forty-one. Dude, never seen Indiana uh, any of the Indiana Jones movies. Yeah, so what's what's one of your biggest geek sins? Uh, so uh, in like the the heyday of Star Trek, like Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, that kind of peak of of Star Trek, mm-hmm. there were also a number of other uh, similar, you know, space sci fi shows that were out. To kind of catch on to that, it's like uh, Babylon Five, uh, Lex, uh, mm-hmm. the one with the puppets, Farscape. Uh, Farscape, yes. Uh, I haven't seen any of those other shows. Oh, that's I, okay. I, I I watched like two episodes of Babylon Five. I've seen like enough of Lex. I've seen too much of Lex, which is very not very <laughs> much. And yeah. and and I've seen like the first couple episodes of Farscape. None of them took. I've gone back and tried to watch a couple episodes of Babylon Five, and I just, I just am like it's too dated. I can't do it. There's no nostalgia make you watch Lex. goggles. <laughs> I that entire era of sci-fi TV that isn't Star Trek. I ain't watched anything. I'm gonna make him watch Lex. I'm gonna, gonna, yeah, you're gonna. You so I'm gonna. Hard. I'm gonna turn off your phone while we watch Lex together. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Tim, what's your biggest geek sin? I, I guess uh, as somebody who's a very big fan of Star Wars, I will say I have really not watched any of the animated series at all. I haven't watched Clone Wars. Oh. I haven't yeah. watched Rebels. And I know they're good. Everybody's like, they're so good. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And I just, I I haven't watched them. And all I've right. got Disney Plus. I could watch them. And I yeah. have not. Anyway. Rebels. Uh, uh, I will say, uh, I think uh, Star Trek original series is really bad it is bad i think it's boring and i don't like it Uh like i don't like it like i don't i don't like it because it's bad i don't find it campy and fun you you don't you can't enjoy it despite it's bad no it's just boring it's just boring Mm. and bad i can appreciate its cultural relevance sure i can appreciate that it walked where other shows can run yeah uh, but i don't like it and anytime it's on i i, I it's like you might as well have a football game on okay. that's how bored i am <laughs> there's about 10 ep- there's about 10 episodes of original series that are really great mm-hmm. but even sure. they i mean even they they're they're it's a 60s TV show, right? Exactly. If, you know, it's an hour-long 60s TV yeah. show, and I don't think they knew how to do an hour's worth of TV See, in the 60s. It, it, follows, it follows up my... I mean, my secondary geek sin is I don't really like black and white movies, hmm. like old movies. Like, they're, I find them incredibly dull, so she it's, it's similar. She needs bright colors to hold her attention. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. All yeah. right. <laughs> Question two. And I will be reading Josh's answers. Obviously. Okay, okay. Question two, who is your favorite doctor? As a kid, I never watched Doctor Who, but I grew up associating Tom Baker as the doctor. After only watching the series when it came back in 2005, David Tennant is my favorite doctor. Uh, if I'm if I'm just gonna answer this question- You're just gonna answer is, the question. As it is asked without context, I will say 
the EMH on Voyager is my no, favorite doctor. Doctor Who. Uh, no, but it's Tom Baker. It's, it's Tom right. Baker. It's it's you know they say you'll never forget your first doctor. That's what I was raised watching as a little kid. Yep. That's he's a gentle giant of a man. He's a pretty cool guy. The scarf is so fucking iconic. Yeah, yep. it's Tom yeah. Baker. Plus, you know, K nine is kids love right. it. Mine used to be David Tennant, and then I uh, watched all of the Matt Smith run and. I like Matt Smith better than David Tennant because mm. Matt Smith never got weepy over a girl. So uh, Matt Smith is my favorite doctor. That's fair. I, I feel, you know, uh, another geek sin is that I've watched basically none of Capaldi and just a little mm-hmm. bit of Jodie Whittaker. I haven't um, watched it. Yeah. Same. And, and I feel bad about that, but, uh, but uh, so I really can't judge Capaldi at all. And Same. Or, I, or, I or liked, Whitaker, yeah. I liked the few episodes I saw with Jodie Whittaker, but I don't feel like I have enough enough information there. Um, but uh, I, I loved Tom Baker. I really did. But there was something about John Pertwee that I really, mm. really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And if I got to mm-hmm. pick a favorite uh, right now in this moment, I would say... I would go to John Pertwee. I feel like there was a really big step in Doctor Who for coming off of Patrick Troughton into yeah. the John Pertwee, yeah. um, Tom Baker, Peter Davidson era, which I feel like is a really solid trio of doctors. Oh, um, yes. So just just the way Pertwee kind of, kind of redefined how the Doctor was done a little bit um, and, and made what Tom Baker did possible a little bit. You see, he brought some whimsy to it yeah. that was not there before. And that became a hallmark. I think, I, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Question three. Question three. What is your favorite pizza topping? A pizza place in the last city I lived made an awesome beef and cream cheese pizza. Ooh. Small one half inch cubes of cream cheese maintain their structure when baked, but melt in your mouth while masticating. Mm. So what's your favorite pizza topping? I'll say combination because he kind of described the combination. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Because yeah. if I went to, if I went with just a single pizza topping, it's yeah. so, it's salami. I like salami okay. better than much better than pepperoni. Okay. Um, but what's your favorite combination? Uh, salami and mushrooms. Okay. All it's, right. See, we're saying single topping. It's cheese. And anyone who doesn't say their favorite topping is cheese. Cheese is a base. Yeah, cheese is a given. Cheese, cheese, is, cheese. cheese is, it, it's not fucking pizza if there's not no cheese. Not a dairy-free pizza. Fuck that. True. A margarita pizza is specifically but it's, cheese and, 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 and that's, margarita pizza. And that's wrong and, and it's it a sucks. Topping. Yeah. All, right, all right, all right. What's your but, favorite non-cheese? Uh, yeah. Is it topping? I think banana peppers, like rings, are, mm. are mm. probably my favorite, okay. I think. Uh, as far as the combination goes... I'm uh, quite partial to uh, pineapple, ground beef, and jalapeno. Oh, okay. As a combination, the uh, the spicy, sweet, salty, savory mix is really good. My favorite single topping is mushrooms, preferably a wild mm. mushroom mix is mm. always good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also, uh, but but I think my favorite combination at like a regular piece like something you can get anywhere is what i'm thinking is uh uh mushroom and black olive okay i love it i love it uh Mm. but i will say that the marinated tofu at pizza luce that you can get is like strips and it's so good oh man okay question four or three Four. Four. four four what is your latest tattoo if you have any tattoos I will say, Tim, since you don't have any tattoos, what's an idea you've thought about maybe getting tattooed? I have never thought about getting a tattoo. This is, okay. the, I mean, I'm sorry. I, All right. I just, I'm not interested in getting a tattoo. I never have That's been. fair. So here's what Josh says. My most recent is the chemical compound of Wellbutrin, my antidepressant oh. on my right wrist. It pairs <laughs> nicely with the semicolon on my left wrist. Awesome. Which, if you don't know, the semicolon is a symbol for, oh, I want to say it's for self, people who have suffered self-harm and depression, is what oh, I believe hmm. that that represents. Uh, That's a great tattoo, Josh. So, my most recent tattoo is, uh, uh, I have uh, Anakin's saber on my left leg. The Youngling Slayer! Yes, the Youngling Slayer <laughs> 9000. Uh, funny story about that, I got the tattoo somewhat impulsively at Star Wars Celebration with Molly in Chicago. Uh, from a licensed LucasArts tattoo person. She did a 
BB-8 with a dash of watercolor on our friend uh, Amy Stomberg, and I loved it so much that I wanted to get something similar, but you know, different with a lightsaber. She showed me a sketch of the hilt, uh, the very simple black lines only, and uh, the length of the blade she was going to do, and she didn't ever hold them up together. She did my tattoo with the hilt upside down and the oh. saber coming out of the bottom. Oh no! Uh, which I did not see until it was complete. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Molly basically stood up for me, and I don't want to say bullied, convinced this woman to uh, fix her mistake and tattoo over it the next day. She was adamant that she couldn't do that, but then she came around and said, well, I could only do that if you're able to get in before the convention opens tomorrow because I have other appointments and obligations. And Molly said, oh, cool, no problem. You see the biggest booth in this place over there, Fantasy Flight Games? Uh, I work for them. We'll see you tomorrow at 8 a.m. It's great. And so, <laughs> and so it was so awesome. Molly flopped out her big uh, nerd her dick. Her big on fantasy table. flight dick. Nice. It yeah. was a big dick and, boner. Uh, and so uh, she tattooed over the fresh tattoo, which is a very unique experience if you're ever looking <laughs> for a new pain to feel. Uh, and you can't, you can only see the old part if you look really, really closely. I, I mean to get it all uh, touched up and embellished and added to, uh, to kind of fix some of the proportions a little bit and just yeah. make it a tattoo that I absolutely love instead of a tattoo that has a really good story. I believe I also said, uh, if you don't fix this, we'll make sure everyone knows who did this. Yes. Wow. You know, the person who does licensed Star Wars tattoos getting a fucking basic part of it upside down is, you know, kind of yeah. a pretty bad. Pretty bad. My, uh, I want to say, uh, so I also have, I have a, a, a tattoo of a serotonin molecule, Josh, but oh, nice. it's under my watch. So I'm really the only one who sees it. But my latest tattoo, I got, gosh, I want to say three years ago, maybe four years ago. But my sister uh, is, oh, four, yeah. my sister's 14 years younger than me. And she wanted us to get uh, matching or complementary tattoos. We went back and forth a lot on what we were going to get, and we found this really cute art, and we asked the artist if they were okay with us using it, and they said yes. And it was uh, two cats uh, in like a, a in like similar to a yin and yang, but they are. It was like one cat is black, one cat is in white, and they are like cradled together the way cats will lay together in, in a little circle. And I got the white one, and she got the black one, and she got it on her left shoulder cap and i got it on my right ribs because when she was a little girl she would snuggle up to me and so if we were to snuggle like we did when she was very little her shoulder fits right into my ribs where the tattoos are and they make a whole tattoo and when i told my mom she cried <laughs> and, uh, that's that's, it. that's um, pretty disgustingly sweet yeah isn't it but yeah. uh the, the, the most specifically apt part of this is that my sister's tattoo was on her her shoulder meat uh, where my sister has, my sister has Baker's arms. So she had yeah. a lot of good meat up there. I had mine on my ribs. Yeah. And let me pretty... tell you, that was the worst pain I've ever experienced. I quite seriously almost blacked out. Uh, I had to get a rag to put between my teeth to bite down on because I needed to bear down as though I were in childbirth. Wow. It was because I had to hold myself still so that I didn't like, like and I'm sure I'm convincing Tim to get a tattoo here so that I didn't like and I've never had a tattoo that hurt that bad. You know, you know, the funny thing, though, is it's it, the pain of it, which I'm sure I would not enjoy. But yeah. pain has never been the reason that I didn't want a tattoo. It's always yeah. been like I can't think of something that I want to put on my body forever. What about something that memorializes your dad? I Maybe. No, I, mean, <laughs> I, I I just can't. I mean, every yeah. time you bring up something, I'm like, well, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. But I mean, no, yeah. it's, it's a, that's money, the only reason. How much money would it take for someone to donate to Fearless for you to get a tattoo during Die Laughing? Like, uh, what if it was something great, like a great Indiana you get to, you Jones get to tattoo? Pick as, long as, it was a good, as long as it's a good tattoo. I mean, yeah, you get to you know, pick if whatever I'm like, you want. If I'm like throwing a number out there it wouldn't even be that i mean like 
I'd want to yeah. raise a lot of money. So I'd say like a thousand bucks. But honestly, to get a little tattoo, like a hundred, I don't care. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's like I, I'd, I'd put it on my arm or something and I'd forget exactly. it was even there. But I just, you know, it's, it's to me, it's like a tattoo is something personal and something that you yeah. want, you want yeah. to have on your body as a, as a, as a memory forever. And I've just never come Very up much. with that thing that I'm like, I want this thing on my body. It's super important to me. So that's awesome. Well, if Plus, it, my mom got her first tattoo at 60. So I'm just saying, you got maybe time that's to when think I'll about. figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Question yeah. five. Question five. Tastes change. What is your favorite sandwich? And please be specific. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Now that's a throwback to our very first set of five questions. Yeah. For those who may not know, uh, uh, that's because Josh is a stand. So, so yeah. Uh, in uh, our previous episode, I, I, can I read Josh's answer? Oh, please. Yes. Oh, yeah. The city I live in has a local dish called a slopper. It is an open-faced cheeseburger with a ladle full of green chili smothering it, topped with diced onions and shredded cheese. It has two halves of a bun, so I'm counting it as a sandwich. Fair enough. That's right. An open-faced sandwich is a sandwich. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So, so what were you going to say, Nick? Uh, so at first I was going to say, so in our previous episode, our uh, guest Mark asked us, what do you order at a Chinese place to like... Mm-hmm tell whether or not you're going to like how they, they make food yeah, in general. Yeah. My answer was Kung Pao chicken. And I would say that, you know, at a deli or at a restaurant, whenever I'm left with like an indecision and I don't know what to get, or I want to check out a new place that does sandwiches, I order a Reuben. That's true. But more specifically, Molly and I went to uh, Cecil's deli in oh, St. So Paul recently. Yep. I grew they, up. I grew up a mile from Cecil's Deli. I've been there so many times yeah, in my life. I went to I went to college yeah. at St. Kate's, so I, yeah. I was like, "You got to, you got to come." You gotta and so come. I had their spicy Reuben, which is a uh, hot pastrami, pepper cheese, sauerkraut, uh, spicy mustard, grilled dark mm. rye. Mm. It is so incredibly flavor dense. Yeah. The sauerkraut is so sour. The pastrami is like good and hot. Um, the spicy mustard is very like a good, very spicy mustard. The, it is the best fucking Reuben I've ever had, and it's presently the best sandwich I think I've been. All right, we That's had it, I answer. had it once, yeah. and I think about it at least once a week since we had <laughs> it. And I'm starting; my mouth is watering right now. I know where mm. we're going tomorrow. All right. <laughs> All right, Tim, what's your favorite sandwich? Right now, these days, my favorite sandwich is a breakfast sandwich. So uh, ideally, English muffin, although uh, secondary, actually, ideally, is a croissant. Um, right. Not not a Burger King croissant, which those, no, those, no, are, no. those are not real croissants. No, so but croissant, that was my high school staple. <laughs> croissant, sausage patty, uh, with egg or without, I can take it either way. Uh, but but definitely needs a slice of American cheese. And I realize American cheese is disgusting in most cases, but not when it's on a breakfast sandwich. Not when it's um, melted. Yeah, not melted on top of a, a slice of yeah. sausage. On, sausage uh, patty specifically. It needs to be a sausage patty, although I can't yeah. I can't have bacon. Bacon is, is good too, um, okay. but and I prefer sausage patties. But a breakfast okay. sandwich is kind of my favorite right now. So I'm going to tell you the, the sandwich that I miss because I don't eat it anymore, uh, because uh, I stopped buying Braunschweiger when I moved in with Nick, because it is it is a, mm. a very gross pork liver product, Ugh. and Nick is uh, allergic to pork. It makes him very sick. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I kind of stopped eating pork in general. But uh, I, I love Braunschweiger. I have since I was a little, little kid, like very little kid. And so one of my favorite sandwiches, like, like a comfort food from my youth, is uh, uh, whole wheat bread toasted, Miracle Whip, Durkee's sandwich spread. If you don't know, it tastes like mustard mixed with Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip, Durkee sandwich spread, thick slices of Braunschweiger, uh, lettuce, and American cheese. And that is a sandwich yeah. that I have been thinking about a lot lately that I miss. I almost bought some Braunschweiger the other day, but there's only one brand I like so that I, that I know I like for sure. So it's it's a, it's a delicately spiced right. liver sausage. So it, It's basically pig pate, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah, it it's basically pig pate. Ugh. And so it's uh, delicious. I don't really yeah. I don't blame yeah. you, Molly. It's delicious. Yeah, I love it's, it. It's uh it's it is, but so yeah, if we're going 
the thing I make myself lately that is kind of a sandwich, I guess, is uh, I'm a big fan of avocado toast lately, but only if I make it myself because then it's cheap. I'm too I'm too cheap to buy. You're not going to pay ten dollars for avocado no, toast no. when you can make it I for me an, a buck and a half avo- at home. Avocado for a seventy nine cents at uh, at the old Target. Uh, bread bread is is what twenty cents yeah. a slice. Make, make <laughs> you know? make yeah, fucking yeah. bread and yeah. make it fancy. Exactly. A little bit of seasoning and there you go. That's right. That's yeah. right. All you need is a little seasoning. Thanks, Josh. Thank you, Josh. That was great. Five questions. You can send us five questions. Five questions at geekswithoutgod.com. If you are a Patreon supporter, we'll bump you to the top of the queue. Unless you tell us you don't want to. Uh, As we keep saying lately, the queue is real short. Real short. So uh, do what you can to help us with that by sending us in five questions. It doesn't take long to come up with five questions. They can be anything you want. You can also support us on Patreon. We would really appreciate it. We're still working on that new website, but hopefully we'll get it uh, going. Uh, maybe maybe we can work on it this weekend at Convergence. No, no, that's not what's going to happen. Um, but uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, if you went to Convergence or you didn't, we'd sure love to hear your stories uh, after the con. And uh, if I see you there this weekend, um, it was good to see you. So. I just want to mention that we did get another message from our old friend, Freethinker215, oh. who says, greetings and hail Satan, uh, and uh, wants to let us know that uh, they just want to let us know that they want to support the podcast additionally. And I can't figure out if this actually went through as an additional Patreon subscription or not, but I just wanted to let Freethinker215 know that uh, we did hear from them and we do yeah. thank you. got your message. <laughs> thank you, Freethinker. All right, so uh, that's it. We've been Geeks Without God. We'll be back with another episode, and uh, we look forward to talking to you then. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. We'll all see at Convergence 2022, uh, maybe. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. Until next time, you can find us blogging at geekswithoutgod.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Geeks Without God, and you can even like us on Facebook. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. That's genital herpes, and I'm like, this isn't my genitals. This is my thigh.